The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Waddle and I are going through some of the uh, some of the uh, props for Bears. Yeah, I'm not going to play the game. I'm going to play some props. So there are a couple of things that caught my eye earlier in the week, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to take advantage of it. I still love the DJ Moore bat. I he's agree. At, he's at 50, 50 yards. It was 50 and a half yesterday. He's had better than 100 yards receiving in two of the last three games. Yeah. Khalil Herbert is getting the majority of the carries. I believe his number is 44 and a half rushing yards. I think they go over that as well. I know. So he, there are a couple of prop bets out there that I think that they'll be able to, to kind of sneak past pretty uh, pretty easily. I was adamant about it in the Kansas City game, and he didn't get it. I believe that when we don't hit the DJ Moore bet for the over yards, that we're not wrong. It's the, not our fault. The Bears are wrong. Yes, I agree with that. But like the Bears should be throwing to him early and often. You got to get him going early. You see when he gets his mojo going, it gets Justin going. The offense gets rolling. Go to DJ Moore. Uh, I saw Jeff Joniak and and a different Jeff Joniak in the what booth. What do you mean? Because when the Bears were rolling and I left the booth mid, like right after halftime, and and it was all positive. I saw a man pumping his fist. I saw a man very excited. Of course, it, like it was it was an exciting time, and it was the first time this year. Things were rolling. It was a lift-me-up first half of football. And even though, and I heard all the fourth quarter, they were still very, very good uh, with the play-by-play. Unfortunately, it was bad news they were delivering. But I was thrilled to just see happiness in that booth. Now, hopefully, it could be all four quarters. Um, there was more moaning than there is in an adult film at the is, end from Thayer, there, wasn't there? There was a lot of moaning. Oh, oh no! Uh, let's bring him in right now. He joins us on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline from the D.C. area. Are you still in the hotel or are you at the stadium already? No, at the hotel. Going to be getting on the bus here shortly to head over. But, uh, yeah, right on the campus of the University of Maryland. Uh, Tommy, I don't know if you ever uh, found your way over here for no. a game or whatever in your college career. No, no. yes? No, I have not. Okay. I mean, it's, a, it's a nice hotel right on campus. Really? Very, very nice. A warm DJ, day. DJ Moore School, right? Didn't DJ go to Maryland? DJ Moore, uh, Yannick Ngakwe, who grew up here in the D.C. area. Big, big night for him. He's never played here in a game. He's played Washington three times in his career. But, you know, he uh, his story is uh, a significant one, how he grew up in D.C. His mom took him out of there, got him into Maryland. And uh, he did not have an easy time growing up. A uh, wonderful story about uh, Yannick Ngakwe, uh Getting through a tough time as a kid. So this, this game, no doubt, will mean a heck of a lot to, to those two cats for sure. I heard uh, your conversation with him a couple of weeks ago in uh, Bears Weekly. It was uh, very, very good, Jeff. Uh, first first things first, uh, lighten the mood a little bit, um, or maybe not so. Uh, the, the, I saw the, 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 the booth from Little Z sent me. And I've heard stories from this booth, um, yeah. from the commander's side of things. First of all, the angle is odd. Second of all, you're you're very close to the fans. Paul Allen yep. nearly fought a fan there. Um, they get on you. Are you anticipating any issues for you or Thayer tonight? Well, uh, my first year, 2001, there were three women that did not watch the game. Uh, they just stood there. This was uh, I had been there before, but this was my first time play-by-play 2001. Uh, 
and they were screaming at the top of their lungs the entire game through timeouts. And they, you, you are face-to-face with them, okay? It's open air. You're face-to-face with them. It's not like they're down in some dip. Nope, they are face-to-face. And they were just staring at Big Tom. Now, take us back. This is 2001. That's 23 years ago for Big Tom. He looked a little different back then, right? Yeah. But it was two, two sisters and a mom. And, the, and so as the game continued, we kept looking at the security guard, and he kept shrugging his shoulders, unless they actually make a dent into your booth if they cross the plane of the goal line or hit the pylon, Tommy, uh, Sylvie, <laughs> then uh, they are uh, at free will to do what they wish. But in that game, I could not see the ribbon scoreboard where you get down a distance in time, so I had to kneel down the whole game. Oh, my God. I, it was awful. And the opening kickoff, Autry Denson fumbled, and I could not see anything. So, yeah. You are really on an angle. This was the former owner, Daniel Snyder's plan to move uh, the press box and the broadcast booths to the edges of the stadium. And that has since become a popular theme throughout the National Why? Football League. But yeah, Do they want to be... give more, more of the, the fantastic view seating to the fans? Yes, that's big money. Like wow. in Miami, Miami they took a, a perfectly great broadcast booth and moved it to the old baseball broadcast booth and made it a nightclub during the game. Oh, boy. And after the game in the middle, between the 40s or 30s. So, yeah, it's, anyway, no sense complaining about it. It is what it is. But, you know, other announcers that I've talked to over the course of my career, including uh, the, the great Philadelphia Eagles announcer who politicked the NFL to – actually call the game from the sidelines in Washington. And they're, they're in the division, so wow. there's natural love-hate there. But, uh, yeah, they, that was denied by the National Football League. Let, let's go back so, to the, so we adapt from let, the sidelines. Yeah, let's go back to the Tom Fair uh, interaction with the mother and two daughters. Were they making, like, was there love in their eyes, or did they want to fight? I, I think there was a bit of, I think there was a bit of uh, Google eyes and attention. Yeah, okay. Tom may differ. Okay, so there was, like, uh, yeah. Know, they were. I mean, at that point, let's do the math. I mean, he's in his forties. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah. He's still. He still rocks up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I didn't know if they wanted to fight him or they wanted to hug him. No. I was just trying to figure no, out they, what they, their intentions they, were. They, they were looking for a hug. Okay. All yeah, right. Trying to keep his like. Think about that. There's trying to call the game, and he's got a mom and two daughters that are wow. making a pass at him. They're like, there's second and three. I don't care what you're saying, Jeff. I got more important things on my mind here. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, I how times have changed. Uh, yeah. Huh? What's that? No. What were you going to say? That it was. No, what? What? Where were you going? Where were you I going? I didn't say they were all that. No, I didn't okay. say they were all that. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, so uh, it sounds like Tevin Jenkins uh, is activated. The Bears officially put that out there on their Twitter handle, to, and, and like that would it would we'd assume that he's starting then if they're activating him. Yes. No, I would not assume that. No? I don't know that. Why? Uh, but I think what's it? Why? Yeah. Why wouldn't they start him if they're activating him? I mean. He hasn't. I mean, remember now, he hasn't. The practices this week were basically walkthroughs. So there's, you know, I, I, yeah, I would not suspect. I think he'll play, but I don't think he's going to start. No. We'll get clarity once they get over there at the stadium and talk to Coach Flus, but yeah, I would not expect that. No. So, so, I mean, this week is a 
is a bust when he current terms of practice in yeah. terms of like it, it was just walkthroughs and a a wrap up what would be a Friday a wrap up Friday. But so. yet one of their starters in the secondary pulled a hamstring in one of these practices, right? Yeah, that is true. Or or you know I'm not sure if it was a lingering situation that was aggravated or a brand new one. But yeah, that's another concern because. You know, we could talk about Sam Howell being young, and uh, I think he's young and dangerous is what he is. He gets sacked a lot. The offensive line on the weaker side, I'd say, at key spots. Yeah. And on the edges and at center, they're having some issues. Um, so, but he can still, he's got outstanding receiver. He's got, he's got playmakers. Yeah. And I don't know, I know there's a lot of fantasy football players out there, but I, how much you've all seen of Terry McLaurin, I mean, going in depth and going like four games deep, that guy is a physical yeah. 50-50 guy, six yeah. feet tall, and he usually wins. He reminds so me, Jeff, have, like, he reminds me of DJ in a lot of ways. Yeah, he does. Uh, DJ, in my opinion, is thicker. Yes. Uh, a much stronger built, built player. And if that's the case, if we see that, then, you know, we should throw more balls like that to DJ because this guy, he does not mind being a body catcher when he needs to. He goes up there. He just and, and I looked at a video on him how he trained at Ohio State to kind of convince Ryan Day that he was worthy, or Urban Meyer actually. Urban Meyer, that he's worthy of being a top receiver. And he took a, a tackling dummy, and he would catch passes on a jugs gun, and he would go over the top of the dummy. He would bang around with the dummy, and that's how he plays. He catches the ball on his chest, as well as when he's running away from a defender and is led down the field, he catches it with his hands. I really like this player. He's a dangerous guy tonight. So back to Jenkins. If Jenkins does play, when he does come in, or if he does come in, will Cody Whitehair then go to center? I don't think so. I think I think if he gets in, he's going he's gonna to get some snaps at left guard. That, that's my guess tonight. I don't think they're going to mess around with moving guys all over the place for this short week. No way. Uh, they got to, you know. You do enough to just get ready. And I know, you know, for this game, you plan even weeks in advance, even back to training camp probably, to start looking at your Thursdays just to get a head start and you roll it out. But, yeah, that's my guess. So the, Again, we'll learn more right. here in a couple hours from Coach. So the, you would guess then that they would take, if he would play, they would just sit Cody during those snaps that he would get? That's my guess. That is my guess. I just don't know why you'd make two moves. You know what I mean? That's my guess. Yeah. That's uh, they, where I'm sticking with. They, I, it was also reported earlier, Jeff, I think, that they've released Nathan Peterman. Um, they, they really, yeah. procedurally, that doesn't really procedurally. have it. Yeah, it doesn't have much of an impact on anything other than giving them a spot to put Tevin Jenkins correct. on the active roster, correct? And again, underscoring their, their growing belief that uh, Tyson Bajan has put himself in a position to be a backup quarterback on game day. So, yeah, he, and he, you know. Be ready because that defensive front yeah. with four first rounders, I, I love watching their tape. And they're frankly underperforming a little bit, in my opinion, as a defense. Uh, they're 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 just gosh, gosh darn good, man. You, you, Jeff, I was going to ask you. I almost swore right there. That's I fine. Myself. We, we dumped you. It's okay. You say whatever <laughs> you want. We'll catch it. We got your back. Yeah. We're teammates. Uh, I, yeah. I was going to ask you: Are you surprised based on the talent that they have in the trenches? And some of the guys they have throughout their defense that they have been, and they've played some pretty high potent and and and, and yeah. high powered offenses. Are you surprised at how many points they've given up through four weeks? Yeah, a little bit because this was the problem with them uh, week six a year ago 
they came in at Soldier Field. They were one and four, and they had been giving up a lot of points and held the Bears to just seven, made a big stop on, on fourth and one. And um, after that, they really knuckled down. I think they gave up 17 points a game to the final 13 games of the year and went seven, four, and one. So they put themselves in a position to get eight and nine and, you know, in, in a tough NFC East, that's not going to get you anywhere, but it did give them some hope. And, and that was with multiple quarterbacks. And now you got your quarterback for now, Sam Howell. And yeah, I thought the defense would be a little bit more productive, but that's what scares me a little bit. Uh, you know, they just got done with Josh Allen and, and Jalen Hurts back to back. So you're talking about mobile quarterbacks who can run and take off. So they've had two weeks of reps against those types of quarterbacks. Right. And uh, and now comes Justin Fields, a guy that did do a lot of damage against them in that game last year at Soldier Field. So, I mean, they're going to be ready for Justin on the move. You know it. You know it. Will Will Justin be ready to continue the performance, throwing the football like he was last week? Yeah, let's hope so, man. It sure did look good when it was when it was clicking. Uh, this is a secondary, you know, Emmanuel Forbes. I loved him coming out of the draft, but every scout I talked to kept saying, well, he's 166 pounds. He's going to get shoved around. And, and that's happening. That's happening. But what a player on the ball. He, 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 can, he had a, uh, again, I almost swore. What, what's wrong with me today? Uh, <laughs> get it out I now. Get it out now. We I almost were... said, you know what, load of, of uh, plays on the ball, pass breakups and interceptions. We so relax you, you, too. You've got to be, you gotta be on target tonight. You can't. You can't put it in a position where that guy can make a play because he's a little bit, in my opinion, down to the dumps after what happened last week. A.J. Brown and, and those guys really tore him up. So uh, he's number 13. Keep an eye on him uh, in, the, in the secondary. And so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, gonna, there's always going to be opportunities. They're going to play zone. They played a lot of zone uh, last week against uh, Jalen Hurts. They're going to keep their eyes on the quarterback, and, and that's going to be uh, the big what if this week for Jeff, sure, Jeff. What you know? What's the vibe of this team right now? In your opinion, they, they've they've had a lot of difficult moments, Man. but yet there they ha- been... there were some bright spots in the first three quarters last week. Where are they at mentally? Yeah, you know, not being around them at all. I I, I didn't even go to the locker room this week, so I don't know what they're thinking, how they're feeling. There was only one locker room availability yesterday, and that was was it um, this week. So I, I think they. <laughs> You know, they come to the podium and, and they're still sounding hopeful, but that, that, that loss hurt them. I mean, they got, they've been kicked in the teeth all season long with stuff. And uh, for a first month, you know, all of it swirling, you know, and it's hard to just separate it, in my opinion. Uh, you know, they, they talk a good game to do that, but are they really doing that? And so that's why, again, some of this stuff is like just press repeat. Uh, hope for a very good start tonight. You can't be digging yourself a hole on the road. Uh, and you got to, and I'm, I'm going to save some of this for pregame with Sylvie and Lance and, and the gang. Well, well, time I, out, time out. Should I, I take that personally. You can't give us some of the good stuff while no, I'm here no, as well? Is, we've had a no, talk I'm, about I, this, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Saving the good stuff? Yeah, we've had a talk okay, about this. Okay, I'm out. I'm done. Wait. No, no, Tommy. It's about fourth quarter. Okay, and enough already on fourth quarters. This is years of fourth quarter trouble on both sides of the ball. You got to lay the hammer down and finish the job. This is the only way you're going to figure out a win. This league is a one-score league. In a lot of cases, early in the year, it's not. But in the end, it boils down to a one-score game, and it's going to happen in the fourth quarter. Somebody's got to make a play. That's I don't right. Care who it is, offense or defense, and we can hit repeat every week until they start winning. 
again, they got to figure out that formula, and it has to be on point. The whole focus thing is legit. Yep. Your play-by-play man didn't have the focus today. Yes, you did. I, I packed, I pla- no, I, I, I cut yeah, myself did. shaving, which I never do. Uh, what else? I, I brought a, a brown belt to go with black shoes last night to dinner. That doesn't work for me. <laughs> so, you know, the focus is not – where it should be for your play-by-play guy. So yeah, I got to Jeff, 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 Jeff. I got to get better. It's not the yeah. adversity that defines you, young man. It's how you respond to the adversity. <laughs> That's how people remember you. Okay, so it's not that you cut your neck shaving. It's not that you put a a, a, a striped shirt with checkered pants. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you were able to overcome those mistakes from yesterday right. and go out there and be the best damn play-by-play guy <laughs> in the history of the National Football League. Now get out All there right. and bust your tail and be the best and lead Donnie. us to victory. I will. I'll do my best. I'll do my part. Because right now, I'm, I'm, I'm winless in four. So, got to do my part. I was going to say, you're, you're not really a guy who thrives in life, though. You thrive in the job. Thayer tells yes, the do. story. What do you mean he doesn't life. thrive in life? Well, Thayer tells the story. Life, but yeah. Thayer yeah. tells the story all the time about him leaving his phone in the bathroom. He's told oh. us the story where he leaves his car door open sometimes right. and then goes right. inside his house. He, like, forgetting the belt yeah, or getting no. the wrong color belt is minor league stuff for this guy. <laughs> Big deal. He's going to have a great game. He's great yes. at his job. So what? He doesn't thrive in life. The support, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have pumped me up. I feel right. A, right. a burst of adrenaline coming to me but, right now. But nothing better than uh, a big 70-yard bomb in the opening snap to DJ Moore. About it. By the way, don't, going. don't yes. leave don't leave your luggage in your room before you get on the bus. Okay, just no. It's uh, already getting right. checked. Remember, he forgot his suit when right. he had TV. Right. right, he had to go all the way back yeah. to, to his yeah. house. Don't leave your yeah. wa- don't leave your. Oh wallet. yeah, it has been yeah. a great year. No, listen, I, you know me. I'm all about self deprecation. So I, you know, I, I I'm a look in the mirror guy. And I call myself an idiot every day. I, I'm sure you guys have taken a turn at that too. You know, look in the mirror. Look, hey, what's going on? Yeah. You know, twice in the last three weeks, I've left my phone somewhere. <laughs> So the phone I left in Jeff Weir's cameraman at Fox, I left it in his little cart on the field before the game. Had to search that out. He, I'm inconveniencing him. I inconvenienced him to get it to security to bring it up to me in the booth, and I tried to hide it so nobody finds out. Then I, I'm on the phone with my girlfriend, and somebody asked me a question. I put the phone down on the ground outside the bus what? in Tampa. I get on the bus, and I'm you? like, hey, Doug, call my phone. It's not ringing. I think I left it outside, but the buses are about to leave. I don't know what to do. It is fourth and one, and there's three seconds on the clock, and i got to make a decision. So I run out of the bus knowing I'm going to get the wrath of you-know-who when I get back on the bus. Tom and a security guard from there is standing there. I'll try and make this quick. I go, hey, did you see a phone? He goes, oh, God, that's yours. A security guard from the stadium just took it. And this guy walks oh back gosh. with my phone, and the buses are starting to, like, pinch forward, you know. I- I'm thinking, they're going to leave me because they're not waiting for me. But it all worked out. <laughs> why yeah, do you, why then, do you uh, think this is, Jeff? Why do you think it is uh, that we struggle this I, phone I, issue? I, I am always in a hurry, and that's the problem. He should That's do, what I decided. You remember when we were kids and we had mittens and we would attach yes, them to yeah, you had the to little the, clip. To, you had the clip. We should clip his phone yeah. to his sleeve. I think we need to chip him, too. Like, just put a chip behind oh, his ear We've so we know where he's at before. at all times. We've tried all that. We're going to put an ESPN hey, 1000 chip behind his ear. 
the good the good news is I don't think I'm losing my mind because I've been this way since birth. So I'm good. Okay, I'm good. See, that's what I mean. All right, listen. All right. I got to go, guys. All right, I got to get, get through some stuff and get <laughs> on the bus. All right. Go Bears. Sure have a sweat. great rest of your show. All right. See you. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you at pregame. There you go. Joniak said to me uh, I off the air like a week ago. I think it was last week at home. And he said, hey, not for nothing. He goes, why don't you save some of the stuff for the pregame show? Don't use all the stuff. I go, listen. My my main job is the Waddle and Sylvie show. Yeah, not just that, I, I but go, your cup overflows with stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, th- there's going to be stuff for, but yeah. like m- my paycheck really comes from the Waddle and Sylvie show here. It's I would say stuff. there is so much stuff to talk about. Like you're not going to run out of stuff. It's like, hey, I'll give you a little something here, but I want to save stuff for the pregame show. The audience is always changing. You of could repeat. Course. You could repeat yourself. Yes. He's he's uh, he's something. He's frenetic, he? isn't he? He's crazy. <laughs> I I prefer the crazy. Yeah. Uh, How does he put? Why did he put his phone on the on the ground? I don't know. He lost it at the Chiefs game. He left it in the bathroom. Why doesn't he just put it in his pocket? I don't know. I don't know. The phone you got to keep with you at all times. Don't put it places. Keep it in your back pocket. I, well, I mean, listen, I can understand you go to the bathroom and maybe you're dropping a deuce, so you want to put the phone down on the counter. But, but then after you're you done putting, with the toilet paper, you go right back and I, you pick I, it right back up. I get up. it, but I, the one I don't understand is putting your phone on the ground outside the bus in Tampa. And for it, what? It should never hit the concrete no. or the pavement. I don't understand that. Yes. Yeah, th- Fair needs to look after him a little more, I think. I think he looks after him enough. Well, this is why Thayer's, you know, would tell you that he's driven crazy by this because he constantly has to look after. Yes, him. yes. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We've got Waddle's World. We'll take more of your phone calls. Want to tell you about the poll question regarding Eberflus's job and Courtney? I, and I got to. I, I, I you reminded me too. I, I don't like the whole offensive line plan if that indeed is the plan. It doesn't make sense to me. You're going to activate Tevin Jenkins to not play him, and then when he does play, you're going to send Cody Whitehair to the bench, and Lucas Patrick, who's not good, is going to continue to be their center? Well, at that point, you're moving two guys around instead of one. Well, what if some one of them isn't good? Well, that's a good question, and, and listen, you can't run a marathon you know, if you haven't trained for a marathon. You may have only been training for a half marathon. If that was their lineup before the injuries, go back to what you planned for. 312-332-3776. It's that time again. When we venture deep into the great unknown. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. A trip inside the mind of a multi-concussed former Bears wide receiver. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. And he had an all-time day in the use of smelling salt. Buckle up, boys and girls. Tom Waddle, everything wants to have a Tom Waddle. If I had a football team, I'd like to have a Tom Waddle on my team because you draw from that. It's time to go inside. Waddle's World. Tom Waddle did have to use a lot of smelling salt. Guess who's got two thumbs and is going to be at Hooters tonight? You, this guy, right here. Just stop by. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be at the Hooters on Higgins Road, just off to Kennedy for uh, the big football game tonight. Thursday night football, seven and nine. Enjoy the game. We're going to have some world famous wings. Uh, there is delicious seafood if that is your choice. Some stacked burgers. 
cold beer, and of course the uh, all of the people there. Uh, the Hooters girls will be there. I'm going to be there. Um, so why don't you come out? Why don't you stop by on your way home? Maybe. You, you should know, swing like by. I, I, and then I, I, up. At halftime, I'm going to try and make it home uh, for the fourth quarter. Thank think R.J. Crucio is going to be there because he lives R.J. He's such a good dude and a great lawyer. Yes. So he may be out there. Come on out. You should stop by. The wings and the beer is on me for you. All I'll right. pay for it. Well, that's pretty sweet for you. Pretty sweet. By the way, Waddle's World is brought to you. By our great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. The way you eat, I may have to take a home equity loan to pay yes. for your wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are Chicago's banks. Find your ne- uh, nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us. Member FDIC. What did you want to do? Did you, you want to take these phone calls? By the way, if you've been watching the Major League Baseball playoffs, every one of the first series was a sweep. sweep Yeah, so the whole country will be watching the Bears. Yes, there's no baseball tonight. There's no baseball tonight. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I probably a bad thing for the Bears because they are the underdog. Most people have them losing. Do you have them losing? Didn't I you do. Say like I look three? again. I need. Two, I, I, they need to prove it to me before I'm picking them again. Well, I think that is very rational. I, I rational have them behavior. covering. I do have. A, a, I do too. I just take the much points. like last week where I got them at three and a half and I picked them to lose by three. I have them like losing by like four or five today. Again, it's going to be one of those just on the edge of that that cover. I wouldn't like you like you. I wouldn't play this. I'm not playing this with the six. If it would get to seven, I would play it. But not at six. I'm not. But I'm I'm playing those uh, that DJ Moore bet I like, and when you playing that Herbert bet I like too. Run the football. I'm your football financial advisor. Until it, it all goes wrong, and then I don't want to have any conversation about it. Uh, Canadian Township is trying to change their street name after the Harry Dick Road sign uh, keeps being stolen. Is, I know we're not doing Unhinged anymore. Did you just... Did That's you the name just, of the street. That's the name of the street. I, I, it may be the name of the street. Can you say that? I, I, Tyler, is that talking about by you? It's the name of the street. It's the name of the How street. How is it different than saying the, the TV show with the creek? Yeah. An Ontario township is in the process of figuring out how to change the name of its most famous street due to the frequent thefts of the sign bearing the name. It's the guy's, it's a human being. It's like how Harry, old are you? Like Harry Douglas? Yeah. Can't you be mature for once? It's my, it's a it's a me problem. Do you know that there is a comedian named Dandy Dick, right? Maybe this is his father, Harry. I don't know. But the street sign is continually stolen, and that leaves people in trouble in terms of trying to find people's houses. That would be a cool street sign to have in your house. His birth name was John Henry Dick, and he was born on his own the Red property. Sox. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But they've been stealing the road sign there for like a number of years. Township officials confirmed the sign bearing the name of the road is stolen about four times a year. Four times a year that 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 sign is stolen. What would you do? Change the name of the road? Make more signs. Make more signs. Make more signs. Yeah. I'd say you sell it, too. 
you'd start selling the signs and, and make money off the sign. They have to have one of those like historical district, like town stores. That's where you put it up. Gosh, I got thumbs down on game day from you for just you know you reading the name. I was not expecting that today. You're not expecting a Bears victory either, are you? Maybe you'll be surprised by that as well. Maybe they'll come away. Why are you blinking at me now? No, I got a. Yeah, it's my, my your eyes are bothering me. You know I got the dry eyes. I didn't know you had dry eyes. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm always putting drops in my eyes. What do you do? You got like a wood shop at the house and you're getting wood shavings in your eyes? I got, the, I got dry eye disease or whatever Isn't they call it? it. It's like a chronic thing. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Ted, the left eye is worse than the right eye? Yeah, it's crushing me. Do you have to uh, get uh, contacts for that? I could like I could see okay. I mean, I wear glasses in the car, but the, no, the, it's just dry. Always dry. Maybe because they don't. It's not blow. a product of your environment. It's just it's just I have something. allergies. First of all, I'm allergic to stuff, so I have to take like patty day in the morning for drops, and then I have dry eyes too. Okay, it's annoying. I, I see the die the eye doctor like every three to six months now for this. Enough crap on my plate. I gotta deal well, with dry eyes. I'm sorry to hear that. I hope uh, your your you eyes know become this? Like, no. Why do you think I'm always up? I, I, I don't know. Why am I always me? huffing on the the Vicks vapor rub <laughs> stick? I don't know. This is why I carry with me all the time, showing the people on Twitch. These uh, I don't know. I thought maybe refreshed. you were dropping acid into your eyeballs. Dropping acid into yeah. my eyeballs. No. A monkey named Momo is on the loose in Indianapolis. And one neighbor reportedly seeing the uh, the primate sipping a beer. I've always told you, like... I know, you want cool. a monkey for it, a pet. It would be cool to have a monkey. Like, if, if it was well-trained. I wouldn't... They're wild animals, though, and they bite. I Well, that's why I'm saying if they could train them. Yeah. The little okay. ones. Uh, wow, you're going to disagree with this this story. A wallet containing $10,000 worth of U.S. and European currency was returned to a grateful passenger by an Israeli railway employee after being left behind at a station. Because you're a big fan of the well, finders keepers, well, 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 right? Didn't, this is different. If it had ID in it... I don't know that it, there was any ID. Well, in it. how do you think they returned it? Just a wallet it. full of money. They just said, you know what, here's a wallet sure. full of money. A person just had a wallet yeah. with cash in it and no identification or I don't see any of that. Yeah. No? Yeah. I don't see any of that. Uh, now, if you found 10 Railway grand. officials said the passenger realized his wallet was missing after taking a train from the airports to the train station. The passenger alerted the station shift manager who contacted the airport's train station. Railway workers searched for the wallet, but it wasn't found until 12 hours later. When it was spotted by a worker assisting a, another passenger. No, there is no reference to the identification being in here. What? If you found the wallet with 10 grand in it and didn't have an ID in it, what would you do? Why would someone carry a wallet with no identification? Why do people shoot people? I mean, I, I just don't... Yeah, that's a, that's a good comp. Yeah, I, well, I'm just saying, why do people do anything? <laughs> Seriously. <sighs> go to Hooters. Just go early. I'll start the pregame now. Oh, really? <laughs> You'd rather talk Bears football at this point? Chicago Bears football to- is on the air! Yeah. Right. How many in a row can we lose? 
Let's bring in Tom Thayer. He'll tell us. Uh, about 40, I think, guys. <laughs> this is like a NASCAR event. Right. I'm just here to see the wrecks. Right. How excited are you for this game tonight against Washington? You know, it's like going to a NASCAR race and being, ex- you know, and watching the wrecks. <laughs> I couldn't believe when there's. <laughs> I love it. I know when I turn on the radio and Tom Thayer's on, I'm getting honesty. That's what I'm looking oh, yeah, for. Right. He's not going to blow smoke up your rear end. No chance, mister. There's no blue skies and sunshine right now. Uh, He's going to tell you the truth. Is Maryland a UFO hotspot? I think yes. Really? Yeah. Locals have reported nearly 2,000 bizarre sightings in the sky since 1995. Well, that's where uh, the bears are staying. Uh, That's true. That's not the reason why I brought you the story. There was no connection. Maybe they saw UFO. Uh, Residents of the eighth smallest state have reported a flat bottom black triangle with green lights, a classic flying saucer, and an oval-shaped craft that stayed stationary for about a minute and a half. Do you think it's because it's close to the nation's capital? I'm not sure. Uh, I did see a television show recently about how it... It's not It's not unusual to have UFO sightings above or near like nuclear facilities because of the energy that's emitted or something related to the nuclear power is something that is that's acknowledged by uh, the UFO. So wait, it's a lot of false alarms. What do you mean? Are you saying that there's sightings, but like they're not real because of the nuclear emissions? No, no. What they're saying is, is that the energy, like a nuclear facility, sends out such high energy, like kind of, yeah, like whatever. flares or whatever. And I'm not a scientist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's saying the UFO folks, the UFO folks. folks. Yeah, the UFO, fo- they UFO want, folks. They, they want the nuclear energy. No, they are. They, 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 they. It registers with them. So it's a false alarm. What do you mean? It's what are you talking about? A false alarm? It's, a fal- it's not a real. If it, if it registers on their like radars. Let me ask you a question, okay? If there was a nuclear reactor right here, or we were nuclear missile silos that were underground right over here at the mm-hmm. at the the Chicago Theater. Bears. My- <laughs> what does that mean? What does it mean, bears? You really do. I'm going to Hoot- I'll go to Hooters at four if you want. I got no problem. It's covering it. the hell out of here. Between you two, I'm just saying. So far, Tyler, what I'm saying is, is that if we had like nuclear missile silos here, or we had a nuclear reactor, mm-hmm. it's different than being out in Peoria at a farm. Like the UFOs wouldn't be attracted to the farm. The smell of the farm. They'd be attracted or they would recognize the energy that's that's coming from over here. Okay. So where you see it's not unusual to have a high number. So it's like a moth to the light. It's like a moth to the light. Like Sylvie on national broadcast. Yes. Hey, Dan Patrick, will you be on? Yeah, I want to be on. I want to be on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yes. You were so excited to be on with Dan Patrick today. Dan Patrick's a legend. He is. Who wouldn't want to be on with Dan Patrick? I'm just saying, like, you were, you were, like, thrilled. I could see it in your eyes. By the way, you spent the whole time prior to us going on eating and drinking. I just got off the treadmill. I was eating an apple. That wasn't an apple, was it? Yes, it was. 
But it was, it was tell me what I was eating. It didn't look like an apple. It was an apple. I had it cut up and I had an apple. Really? Yeah. It looked like potato chips to me. You go got to off, Hooters. You got off the. Uh, you, you got go off, to Hooters. You got already. off the treadmill and started eating chips, yes. didn't you? Yeah, I wish. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I made myself a sandwich today because my wife's out of town, and I had like a uh, Cliff Bar, and there was a bag of delicious giant, giant bag of potato chips sitting on the counter. And you had some of those. I took them with me in the car, and I ate them from. The corner of Half Day Road and 41 until the exchange. The That's like 40 minutes of eating, eating chips. Just kept going back. Just kept going Did back. Did you finish the bag? No, because I was eating them like one at a time, pretending like I wasn't gorging myself with food. Slow and steady, but I probably had 400 of them. Of course you did. It was great. And then you had pizza last night. I had pizza last night. What I have, and I had, But I had soup last night. I had chicken noodle soup. What? And I watched... Uh, 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 I watched. Uh, what did I watch, Tyler? You watched um, with Denzel. Uh, yeah, number three, Equalizer. Equalizer Tyler, three. How does Tyler know? I told him the story. Huh. Like nine thirty, I, I started to Google. And I said, "When is Equalizer three going to be available on streaming?" And they said October third. I was like, "Okay, it's October fourth. It's on." So I stayed up until eleven thirty and watched it. I liked it. Still, I didn't like it as much as Equalizer one, but it was worth the nineteen ninety nine that I spent. Wow, twenty bucks. Excuse me? It's a movie. Okay. All right, you it would cost to, me more than that if I went to the theater. Do you want to take some of these calls? Yeah. 312-332-3776. Dying to take these calls. If the Bears lose tonight, here's what I want to ask you. If the Bears lose tonight, should Matt Eberflus be fired before the Vikings game? And there are not only two options, there are three options. I will share all three options with you. We have over 4,000 votes. And I will tell you how Bears fans are voting. That's coming up next. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home. We're there with you, making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Courtney Cronin's going to join us here in about 10 minutes. 312-332-3776. Let's get back into Bears uh, pregame mode. And uh, here is the poll question brought to you by your local Chicagoland Toyota dealers. We've had uh, 4,200 votes already on this. If the Bears lose tonight, should Matt Eberflus be fired before the Vikings game? Yes. Only if the Bears are embarrassed or no. So, kind of a couple of shades there of yes. And a yes, getting 69.4%. Um, so, it doesn't matter to those people whether it's a close game, blowout, yes, they should be fired. 18.7% saying only if embarrassed. And 11.9% saying no. So, basically, 88% of the voters are saying in one way, shape, or form that he should be fired. I get it. There's a lot of frustration. I don't know what that accomplishes at this moment. Um, I think it's, it's, 
it, it satiates a desire for a pound of flesh as much as anything. I, I think that everyone believes that if the trend continues, there will be massive change at the end of the year. Uh, I tried to make the case yesterday or the day before that even if things are going sideways and it feels chaotic, I think it would be even more chaotic if, in fact, they had a coaching change. Right. I want guys like Darnell Wrights and some of the other young guys to feel some sense of normalcy and, and try to get the most out of their, their either their rookie season or their second or third season and, and see if we can get some growth going forward. I get it. I'm not sitting here giving the coach a vote of confidence. Neither I'm just telling you that I don't believe that it accomplishes a whole lot to make a change midseason right. at like, the moment. Like, like just finish the year out yeah. with the same way of at least doing business, the way you go to meetings. The, 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 Who's going to take it, it over? simplistic, right. Who's going to take it over? And make Why it more change normal? up the schedule? Why give them another new voice after the Allen Williams fiasco, after Chase Claypool? Why make them go through another round of drama? It, 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 it's enough turbulence for a season. Change it at the end of the year yeah. with a legitimate way. There, there's, to me, nothing like, and then this, the, the rumor or the want of bringing in Lovey, it doesn't make any sense for either side. Think about it if you're Lovey Smith's side of things. Job. Why does Lovey Smith, if, if Lovey Smith does want to coach again, why would Lovey Smith again want to come into a situation for 11 or 12 weeks only to be let go at the end of the year? He's not a guy like they're not going to hire him to be the head coach going forward. No. And so why would he want to come in to just spend another 12 weeks? What what good does that do him? What good does that do the Bears? I don't know why that would be an, a, an enticing offer to Lovey Smith. I don't know why Lovey would ever want to get involved with the situation as you described it. They're struggling mightily. I don't know if the greatest defensive mind in the history of the sport could do a whole lot with what's going on right now. So, uh, James uh, in Birmingham, Alabama, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, James? What's going on? I was wanting to know, uh, Waddle, since you're a former player, yeah, like. Uh, what would you do if they were to fire him? Who's in a house hall that could run it with some sense of normalcy? Because it seems like it's a Jerry Springer show up there right now. Yeah, I don't. I, that's my point, James. Is I don't. I don't know that there is somebody, um, and I don't think it really serves any true purpose. So I would want to keep, especially because you've got such a young team and some young players that you want to develop. I don't want to provide any more chaos or invite any more chaos into the situation. So. I got one more question. Sure. Have you ever played for a lame duck coach? Because it seems like that's what he's doing. So, how would you handle that for like what you just said to young players? I uh, listen. Because like Bojack seems like he doesn't care, and Bojack being an Alabama man, I kind of wish he'd play a little bit better. But that's a different story. I think Eddie has played better recently when he's been healthy. I thought Eddie played pretty well last year. Uh, and I think that they'll they they will very much welcome him back when he's ready to go physically. He had a resurgence under Eberflus. Yeah, yeah I, look, as a player, first and foremost, you should be inspired to do your job a because you love the game and b because you owe it to yourself and the teammates around you to be the best that you can be. So whether you're playing for a, a coach that you feel may not be here next year or a guy that has infinite amounts of security, you should approach your job with the same degree of professionalism. Tim and Valpo, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Timmy? 
Thanks for taking my call, guys. Uh, you know, I'm a Bears fan, so it's hard to see to want them to lose. But let me just paint a little quick picture. Last year, the Bears turd, you know, laid a turd right on McCaskey's desk, right? So this summer, new people came in, new draft picks, and they took that turd and they put googly eyes on it, maybe put a, you know, a, a Claymore. Uh, put a little bow tie on that cow yeah, pie? a little bow tie, maybe a, a, a Claymore jersey, you know, whatever, to make it look good. So when people pass George's office, they say, hey, man, you know, that's a good-looking turd on your desk. You know, it looks pretty good. Well, the only way to get that turd flushed is to lose. And that's a, that's why I'm hoping for a loss right now. Flush the turd. So every game from here on out the rest of the year, you're rooting for losses. No, well, here's the thing. Losing, the only way to get changed is to lose. So I would, you know, do I want to get my hopes up again? Hey, let's win seven games, right? I still got a turd on the desk because we suck. Most of the guys, you know, a lot of guys that were here last year are still here, and we're not doing it. We're looking worse, actually, than we did last year. So we're still a turd. I want to flush that turd and start over. A lot of turd talk. There is. And we, yeah, I mean, used listen, to I understand. I, I, I can't get there, though. I'm with you. Like, I can't sit here. It's the fifth game of the season. I'm not cheering for losses. I'm sorry. It will take care of itself. And, and, and it's December. I, I will get there, but not now. Yeah. Just too early. Too early for that. Courtney Cronin uh, joins us coming up next. She's in uh, the Washington area getting set for Bears and Commanders. Does she agree that they're doing the right thing with Tevin Jenkins uh, for tonight? We'll uh, fill you in coming up next.